0: Everybody, everybody. Uh. everybody loves Everybody loves Everybody loves to booty Loves to booty Loves to booty
1: Damn 18 after 11 o'clock Donovan Goliath in the house
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Yo, should, yo, yo Should we get you like
1: a room Because clearly Yeah You just love us Do you
0: want a locker? Uh, yeah, why not? We got, I, I think, think we got, we got a, a few free lockers Yeah, yeah at the there's, there's a
1: couple There's yeah. a couple who can work on it
0: <laughs>
1: But you had an amazing one man show What was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah How was that?
0: You know what, Um, whenever anybody asks me, I'm still overwhelmed even now because that's the one thing that we all work towards as stand-up comedians Mm. and the confidence that you've got to build up to finally put together a set and go, shop, I'm going to put myself out there, this is me. Um, The only way I can describe it is I feel like I've grown wings. No. Right? Yeah. Because my
1: thing would be if you're gonna create a show and you're gonna put your name behind it and hope people are gonna buy tickets and come and watch you. Yo. Was Was there part of you said like, what if nobody, nobody comes? comes? Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That was a big stress. And and the the production company who was putting it together for me just kept telling me, please don't worry about this. Mm. Just worry about what you're gonna do on stage. Just do you. But I. I I I needed to know about what I was working for, you know, was going to be worth it. I needed people to come. And the Lyric Theatre is not a small theatre. No, it's not. And two nights. So, it freaked me out, yeah. It's sold out, right? It's sold out, Look at you. Look at you. So, remember last time you came here, Donovan?
1: Yes. We told jokes and they were terrible. So... Jimmy and John No, I don't have... I'm not going to <laughs> I'm not going to put waiting. you through that again. <laughs> but very quickly, even yeah. when... I mean, now you know the, the show sold out. They still... Uh, this is just me speaking yeah. on how I would never do stand-up. Because I'm just thinking, what if nobody loves? It's the most awkward... Like, no. You, push- you know what?
0: You know what's weird, though? Because I, I had that thought. But then somebody told me, but why wouldn't they love? They've paid to come and see you because they know what to expect. Yeah,
1: True. Do you know what
0: I mean? I but... But but you're right though because there's a part of you that could overthink the whole show and Mm. go okay cool I'm on stage I had that tailored suit on you like that tailored suit (laughs) right and there's there there all these lights and these cameras and in your mind you think to yourself okay cool I need to behave or act in a certain way because of the scale of this thing and the trick is just to be you yes and and you can take a lot of life out of your show by trying to compromise or overcompromise because of the scale. Of this whole thing Well
1: I was there with A friend of mine That had never seen you And he was like Oh who's that Who's that And then I'm like Just trust me on this one <laughs> And I'm sure there were A couple of people In the audience as well That were skeptics That yeah. you know were there to To see you And to not laugh
0: Yes no no, no Of course
1: And by the end of the night The guy was with Laughed Like awesome. he was, like even the following day he was reciting your jokes. Awesome. like, <laughs> it I was like, take that. How's awesome. that? Anyway, nice. other than uh, the comedy, you're doing great stuff uh, with the Luris.
0: Yes. Uh, I what, am.
1: what does it mean to be what? The voice of the Luris?
0: The creative voice of the Luris. So it's my job. Um, a lot of people don't know this. I worked in advertising for mm-hmm. six years as an art director and um, the Luris approached me uh, with this new campaign uh, which is Creativity Unites. That's their big campaign that they're running um, because they're really trying to get the general public and everybody else out of the industry to understand what actually happens at the Luris, what the the entry mechanisms are and what work gets submitted um, and and really explain that this is a a creative showcase of some of South Africa's best work uh, because all people know about the Luries or the majority of people is that it's a big advertising yeah, party. Mm. That's, that's what I that's, know. are yeah, exactly. And the so, people that
1: that do go there that are not there for the actual awards are there for the party. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So it's my job to, I guess, be the mediator or the, 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 the voice of the people. Um, I have a, a talk show on a, on a different radio station um, every Wednesday where uh, we, chat oh, <laughs> we chat to one of the Oh, I know that radio station. We chat to one of the industry leaders once a week. So um, in photography, Photography, in design, in whatever else. And we kind of break down you know, what it means to be a photographer and what work have you done. So I ask all these very simple questions. So if there's an aspiring young photographer out there who goes, oh, shucks, I didn't realize that I could enter this, um, you know, they get to know a little bit more about the industry and who to follow and how to take their career further. And I guess the main point of this and, you know, one of the reasons they chose me to talk about it is because because I come from a small town and I never had influence mm. or anybody to influence me um, and, and, and kind of guide me, you know, into a path of, you know, like creativity can be a job. It's my job to make people go, oh, okay, so I don't necessarily need to become what my parents say I must become. I have a passion. Um, I can design some clothes. Uh, I just don't have access and yeah. I don't know where to go. So it's really my job just to kind of make it simple for people to digest and put it out there.
1: And I mean, the Lurie's wouldn't have chosen you for no reason. Uh, people don't know, but you used to do religious oil painting.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs> Get out of here. No <laughs> have you way. never seen them before? No. I've shown them to you. You, you, know? you showed You've me a seen picture. Them. Yeah, dude. I used to be an oil painter. in you did pretty great. We're the in good? the Eastern Cape. So, yeah. so
1: did you approach the churches? Under- no. <laughs> you know
0: what happened? My priest approached me and was like, yo, man, I'm, you've got some skills. He didn't say yo, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be fine though. if your priest is like, yo, man, yeah, in man. the you name of the, the, the Father, know. the Son, and the what? Wa- <laughs> and um, he was like, i'm I'm building or there's this there's a church in just outside of kunu that needs decoration and i know that you can draw but can you do oil paintings and i'd never done it before so i was like i don't know i'll, I'll give it a shot and he gave me a reference of what he was looking for. And that's what I did. And and then he kept calling me back. I used to go on to, to, to Marion Hill at a retreat house and chill with monks and stuff for two weeks wow. who were on like these <laughs> silent <laughs> retreats and just chill in the forest by myself. No TV, no cell that's phone cool. reception, nothing. And just paint, you know? Wow. That's why I really discovered my creativity.
1: And then you went on <laughs> uh, to work in
0: advertising. Yes, which is not what I studied. Um, I got that job while I was still studying. I'd sent uh, a portfolio through and took a chance and yeah they hired me and they loved my my weird name and the fact that I speak class and all of these strange things and they, they hired me based on the fact that I was weird this is exactly what my boss told me we think you're weird we like and, you and we like you <laughs> I think you can work here so I had like three months to go still to study and that was the first time I'd moved to Joburg Actually, wow. um, working in advertising And
1: in Joburg, you've managed to turn Goliath and Goliath into a business So yep. we'll get into that and also your masterclass Which is happening on the 18th of August Donovan Goliath hanging out on the Tabuti show It's the Graham Watkins project, Love in Abundance Janice, before that, Liar Liar 32 after 11, we're with Donovan Goliath uh, And we're speaking everything Lurries. When are the Luries?
0: The Luries, well, the creative week is from the 15th um, of August. My masterclass is on the 18th. Um, the Luries run until the. What is it again? The 22nd or 23rd, if I'm not
1: mistaken? Okay. And I'll double check that. For those who don't know, and myself included, what exactly are the Luries?
0: The Luries are a creative showcase um, of some of South Africa's best work, mainly in advertising and design. Um, there are different. Um, categories mm-hmm. that have been added now so architecture um, there's music video as well so it's a collection of some of the best work that's been submitted by creative agencies and individuals um, that get judged and awarded over two nights
1: oh i see yeah so i used to think it was just an award ceremony that was just dragged over a couple of days
0: no, it's two nights. So the first night, um, they'll do stuff like design, I think architecture, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And the second night will be radio advertising, TV advertising, a lot of the big production stuff. Um, and they the awards get split into different categories. So bronze, silver, gold, and then, of course, Grand Prix, which is the highest award you can achieve. Um, and Grand Prix can be awarded to any category. That's just work that is... Complete that exceptional. Like, you can't get better than this. This is amazing.
1: Okay, and then you have the, your masterclass on the 18th of August during the creative week. What's what's the masterclass all about? And it's sold out now.
0: Yes, you apparently it's sold out. Yes, EOS thank you. <laughs> you very much. Yeah, it's the 15th or the 21st of August, so creative week will run um, during that time uh-huh. and bleed into the actual Luries that weekend or the Lurie Awards ceremony. Um, masterclass, uh, Luris approached me and asked me to do a masterclass, which is really... Uh, you know, a talk to students and young people who are thinking of getting into creativity. But it's not just a, a motivational talk as such, like, oh, your yeah, creativity is awesome, you should do it. I wanted to create something quite specific. And the theme of my talk is called turning ideas into currency. And basically, what that is, is um, I'm going to get to a point where I talk about how did I manage to sell my jokes, my Mm. thoughts, you know? How do you position yourself and, and, and create a brand where you're just selling jokes? Because even in this day and age, people still don't understand how in the world I can charge for my crazy thoughts. You know, if people look at a quote um, that, I, that I send to them, they're like, no, but you can't afford, this is ridiculous, you know, this is too much. And then I go, well, you go on stage and talk and entertain people mm. for 20 minutes. And then that's where they start to figure it out. But it's going to be about my journey and, um, you know, talking about the different fields that I've been in, painting, design, advertising, um, you know, stand-up comedy. And then, you know, now that we've opened a comedy club, and how we've managed to turn as Goliath and Goliath turn comedy into a business in South Africa. And Speaking
1: that, of, is is comedy a lucrative business to go into? That, do you make a lot of money as a comedian?
0: Yes, um, I do, and it's, it's <laughs> yes, I do. Right now in South Africa, it's uh, it's buzzing. You know, it's it's a really really good market at the moment. Um, I was chatting to. Was it uh, was it Euphonic? I think I was chatting to Euphonic once and mm-hmm. he told me that comedians are the new DJs now. Yeah, Because there was a time when DJs were like, they the were the thing, thing, you know. Then it was bands, bands were the thing. Comics now seem to be the go-to guys um, in terms of entertainment. It's, we are like the flavor at the moment. So you really... Um, it's very difficult though It's not easy There's a pool Like a small pool of guys Who are very good at it And who are business savvy enough To, to sell themselves Or maybe they're the favorite do,
1: do you think it might be I don't know I guess much with like anything else It's, it's how you put yourself forward That makes people want to
0: work with It you. is It's beyond the jokes yeah. Like the jokes are secondary You yeah. know And for me I always say When I go on stage If I'm talking to younger com- comics I'm like yeah It's cool that you've got the jokes But you need the charm mm. You know mm. And you need that thing That's going to grip people Like when you walk on stage You've got about two Twenty or thirty seconds to make people anybody who's sitting there that's just had a fight with their wife um, that has their arms folded you've got a very short amount of time to make them sit and go oh cool I can listen to this guy so there has to be a a, a thing, je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi about you it's for I always say you know the charm and the likability factor sells first. Then the jokes will always land because you could be funny as hell. But if there's a thing that I just mm. don't like about you it's when I'm watching work. you on stage, there's there's that invisible wall, that invisible filter. And uh, you know there are guys out there that you know they they just all have a, 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 an X factor or a. Whatever it is, you know that just makes you want to get to know more about Mm. them, and you will allow them into your world, so to speak.
1: But is this money as a comedian from the actual? (laughs) uh, I'm just sorry. On the money, hey! I I love this. Is it from the actual shows or is it from you building yourself as a brand and other brands wanting to work with you and therefore having to pay to work well,
0: with you? Well, it depends. You know, it's not like the, you don't get paid a lot for the normal comedy gigs uh, that you see around town. Yeah. You know, those, that's really just for practice. And but
1: if you do like a one-man yeah, show,
0: like... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's, where, that's where That's where it starts to happen, you know. But it, it takes a while to build it up to that point. But you got to have a strong plan, a strong strategy. Um, there's obviously also collaborations with brands that want to get involved. Um you know, TV, radio things that come on board, but corporates mainly, you mm. know, entertainment at corporates, like most entertainers. Yeah. That's where comics kind of build their capital and then they use that to invest into a big one-man show. Um, you know, ultimately a lot of comics want to break away from the corporates and just make money off they're one man's That's how it goes
1: And I mean A couple of years back I'm sure a lot of comedians Wouldn't have imagined That comedy would get so big In South Africa No And I think a lot of people Maybe in smaller Other industries Where it's not so big It's not so popular Wondering how to turn Their ideas yeah. Into a money making business Yes So if you're listening And you've got this Incredible idea Perhaps you want to run It past Donovan Give us a call 89 double 505 He'll uh, give you a masterclass, A quick one <laughs> On how you can make some money Kulichana You can also no more hunger when you're done. You I love this song, by the way. <laughs> it's Mark Stanton, Pascal and P.S. Rain, 46 after 11. Donovan Goliath is hanging out with us, and that's because he is that the creative voice.
0: That sounds nice, Of the Lurries.
1: You sound like a very important <laughs> someone.
0: So, I'm a pretty big deal, Tando. Clearly, I yeah. mean, hello.
1: And also, over and above that, you are going to have a... What does Oprah call it again?
0: Masterclass. A
1: masterclass yes. on how to turn ideas into... Currency. Into currency. And on the line, we have Pierre. Pierre, good morning.
0: Good morning. <laughs>
1: you want to ask uh, Donovan something?
0: Yeah. Um... Well, in relation to like turning turning ideas into currency, um, I'm a young filmmaker from Cape Town. Yeah, and uh, you know,
1: usually I have like massive ideas. Uh, like, I'm sitting on an idea that I want to pitch to Comedy Central.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, having to find a way to get in there, or you know, you've got an idea for a brand, um, a commercial brand, and you know, they're signed as an agency, so like you don't want to really poach them from the agency. Yes. you want to pitch that idea because you believe in it so much, and actually. You know, like you said, turning it into currency. But like, how do you go about doing that? Actually, <laughs> you know what? It's a very difficult thing um, because I battle sometimes. There's so many different channels that you have to go through uh, because you want to give it, you want to put it in the hands of that person who's the decision maker. Um, but yeah. unfortunately, it never goes that way. And you know, another thing with these guys is that there are always. Um, hindrances in terms of you know they'll look at your show and go yeah this is cool but this doesn't really fit in with the scope of where we're at right now as a channel because you must remember that they get hundreds and hundreds Mm. of offers all the time and they've got their own department churning stuff out you know um but it's 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 really tough and i've been down this road before where you also don't want to give away too much from a, a, a um, you know a rights and um, yes, yes. you know that, that 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 point of view, so it's it's hard to just put it out there and go, hey guys, here's my idea. What do you think? Without worrying about the fact that they might take it or steal it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, because I've you heard know, some horror stories about that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, look, I've, i That's. <laughs> it's happened to me too. You know, where they might not take the whole, di- a whole idea, but there's something in there that you may have missed that you didn't really see. Um, that you know somebody could snatch. So yeah. you know, I, I think you know the first, the first way to approach this. Um, you know, I'm not going to give you the technical, the, 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 the technical side of things uh, in terms mm-hmm. of going to, um, a channel and approaching them and handing your tape over. I think the first thing is to step back and look at the idea that. That you have um and 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 ask yourself why it's different to everything else that's out there and why this particular one is going to stand out because trust me if that channel looks at that idea and it really cuts through the clutter and and they can see kind of commercial or monetary value from it there's no way they won't buy mm. into it you know what i mean yeah but yeah you oh. it's your job to go in there and 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 really pitch something so hard to them that you have done so much research on it, you know for a fact that um, you know, South Africa or whoever is going to be viewing this um, needs to watch this. It's, it's fresh, it's original, it's new, it's going to cut through, yeah. but still fits in the same tone and language as the channel you're pitching to. Once you've got all of that waxed and you've packaged it and wrapped it nicely and you get it, then, then I think the <laughs> next step is obviously to find out who that contact is. Any website is going to have yeah. a person that you can speak to, though. Check so out their website. You'll
1: probably be looking for the commissioning manager
0: yeah. of, of that channel. Yeah.
1: All right, Pierre, I hope we answered yeah. your question. Thank you so much. But yeah. on, on on the topic of stealing ideas, yeah. how do you protect yourself from your idea being stolen when you are pitching?
0: I know. It's a very difficult thing. You know, Somebody, somebody once said to me, which I thought was very genius, where they had written out their entire proposal and emailed it mm-hmm. to themselves. Okay. Right? a week or two before going to pitch. So by the time they got there, if the idea was jacked, they could go back to an email that was unopened because it had a specific Mm. date and time that you can't obviously, you know, manipulate. But, you know, it's so tough and it's it's just so difficult without getting lawyers involved to Mm. kind of work out that system. I mean, I've... uh, you know, with us, for example, intellectual property. We go on stage all the time as stand-up comedians, and there's and a big thing amongst, amongst you
1: comedians. Yes. It was a thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, Bang Mang stealing somebody else's joke. Yeah,
0: and and the thing is, we, I've I've had a situation where I've put stuff out, and then I look at a TV ad, and I'm like, oh, hold on, this, that's that was me. my idea. Yeah, this is my yeah. idea, you know. But that's the risk that we that we take. But that said, um, I, I've, I've, I've been reading a very interesting book. I read a really interesting, interesting book called Steal Like an Artist mm-hmm. by a guy called Austin Cleone. And his whole notion is that um, ideas are everywhere, people are always putting stuff out, even if there's something out there that's been copyrighted. You know, guys like Michael Jackson, for example. Are not original people? There's mm-hmm. a great documentary um, by Spike Lee called Bad 25, where it breaks down every single song and what it was inspired by. How Michael used to watch cartoons or 1920s movies and steal a dance move. But and isn't incorporate that life? Don't
1: somebody. we all sort of kind of steal? We're all exactly. Each other's ideas, yeah. Exactly.
0: So we're constantly. We are all putting ideas out there every single time, and it just takes somebody to look at it and go, "Oh wait, this connects with a puzzle piece that I've been looking for." Or it's go. just
1: taking that idea to the next level because exactly. some people have great. Ideas and just sit on them, and you'll find that you're sitting with a bunch of friends and you're discussing this great idea. You're not willing to do anything about it, but you're telling somebody who is. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the difference. That is the trick. Sure. Okay, quick one Funzo saying, uh, Is there a category for web design?
0: There is a category for web design. It's in the digital category. Um, Unfortunately, uh, entries have closed. But um, have a look at luries.com and uh, follow the luries. Um, You'll see all the work will come out um, at the end of this week. Uh, Just to see all the categories. that, Or look at past work, obviously. Just search luries.com digital or luries web design. Um, You'll see the work that was submitted. And submit your work next week.
1: Or next year, sorry. Would you be able to submit work from the previous year next year? Oh, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that. So it's It's not not like the summers
1: where you needed to have released a song (laughs) and nothing like that. No,
0: no, not necessarily. I mean, especially for web design, if it's something that's out there that exists um, and it's never been entered and you want to put it out. A lot of people don't. They like to submit very new work because they don't want it to be watered down. And you don't want people to go, ah, but we've seen this before. Mm. Um, But yeah, of course you can.
1: All right. Okay. Thank you so much, Donovan. If more people, if people want to find out more information about the Luries or about your masterclass, but they sold out now. So the
0: masterclass is sold out. I'm going to find out um, if there are, you know, tickets being held back, um for that. It is on the eighteenth of August at Elangeni Hotel in Durban. Um it starts at ten AM. Uh follow me on social media, Donovan Goliath on Twitter, Donovan underscore Goliath on Instagram, or alternatively check out luries.com. dot com. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, the multi talented Donovan Goliath. Multi talented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Donovan. It's always Thank a pleasure.
0: You. Great guys everybody ready Uh. everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty loves to booty loves to booty damn